Welcome to Superman and Lois the New Adventures. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. And we're here with Season 2, Episode 11, Truth and Consequences, breaking down the CW's Superman and Lois. So the description we have is we pick right up where we left off with John L. smirking at Lois, who is still standing on the porch with Jordan. John L. catches sight of his doppelganger Jonathan standing not too far away. He lunges at him, and Jordan tries to intervene, but John L. appears to be stronger and faster than him. That might be the first description that actually describes the end of the last episode and doesn't even give you anything <laughs> about the new episode. <laughs> the, it, it actually describes the last two episodes. Right. So this is almost picking up. This is like the third time we've seen you could describe something like this. That, that's, that is just the first scene of this episode. Yeah, it doesn't tell us much else. Uh, but this was directed by David Ramsey, his third episode, and written by Andrew N. Wong. That's his third writing credit on Superman and Lois. So uh, before we get into the episode, there is a, another break, we should note. Three weeks off. So the show will return May 31st for episode 12. And then I think it is going to be four consecutive weeks to end the season. The final four episodes will air without a break, knock on wood, barring anything unforeseen, but May 31st through June 21st. Hopefully the the first season <laughs> had that that break, and then they had two episodes, and then another break, and then the last two episodes. So hopefully they'll do the four back-to-back. That would be pretty nice. Yeah, I think I think that is the plan right now. I mean, uh, things could always change, hopefully not, but um, real weird year scheduling. I don't have anything else to, to say about that, but uh, what were your thoughts on truth and consequences? I, I'm interested to see what you think. I really, really enjoyed this episode to the point of it might be, I don't know if I want to say it's my favorite episode of this show so far, but it is definitely up there for me. Interesting. Uh, I, I, it, I definitely wouldn't put it in my top tier. Um, yeah. There are some, some really cool things I like, some things I did not like uh, at all, but we will, uh, I guess we'll get into that. Yeah. And I... That that brings up a good point. I think I was more high on it on the way it ended the first time I watched it live, and then rewatching it, I noticed some some of the things that annoyed me the first time through that I kind of gloss over because I was feeling pretty good at the end of the episode. So we'll we'll get into that as we're going through. Interesting. I'm uh, I'm curious to see what you yeah your thoughts on that. But yeah, we'll we'll get into it now. Yeah. So as the description said, it, it picks right up where we left off. So Jordan tries to stop John L, but it doesn't work and uh, he starts merging with the Jonathan from our Earth. But Clark flies out of the mines at the last second and breaks them apart. Uh, and he takes that time to, well, after that, he he takes some time to fill in the family and explain that he doesn't really know what's up with Allie, but they definitely need to try to stop him or stop her, I should say. Uh, John- yeah, so that's my weird first first criticism of the episode is that Clark's gone for a month and the reunion with the family, Lois and the boys, basically happens off screen. I mean, we've yeah. seen when Superman first arrived, but no, I, I guess they couldn't have a a good reunion because that would ruin a plot point later. Um, but yeah, really disappointed. No, no real excited. Nobody was, I don't know. I, I was expecting a bigger reunion after Clark was gone for 33 days than just uh, let's fill in some plot exposition. And move. Yeah, the the weirdest part of that is that they, they didn't tell him how long he was gone and they need that, like you said, to force the kind of forced anger between Lana and Clark for a little bit where he doesn't know that he's been gone for that long. But it definitely seems like there's he has enough time for them to at least tell him that part. Yeah, he's apparently told them everything that happened that he went through on Bizarro World. And they apparently don't say, wow, that's a that was a crazy month. Right. He said, what? That was one day. <laughs> so I don't know. But, it- uh, but Jonathan has a weird 
explains that he had a weird brain freeze moment, but that he hasn't had any visions yet like Clark had when his Bizarro came through, but Clark tells him to be wary and to, to look out for those visions because he'll probably start having them. Uh, and this is where we get to see Clark finally say something nice to John after being pretty mad at him for a lot of episodes. Um, he just you know, tells him, like, he explains that he knows it's been rough between them, but that none of that matters, and you're my son, and I love you, I'm not going to let anything happen to you. And I thought that was a really nice moment between the two of them that gets undercut three or four minutes later when <laughs> they're just both mad at each other again. <laughs> I, I I absolutely love that scene. I think we've this is a scene both of us have wanted to happen for a while. And so it was good to see that. And yeah, nice to have a, an entire episode where Clark and John are on the same page and supportive of each other and <laughs> really enjoying that father-son relationship, right? Right. Yeah. And that was that was my hope that seeing seeing the way the relationship fell apart with his Bizarro versions was going to drastically change the way Clark interacted with his own son on his own planet. Um, and this gave me that hope. But like we have alluded to, it, it doesn't last very long. Do you think maybe there's like some sort of predestination story going along there? Like Clark was trying to correct his relationship with John, but maybe their relationship is doomed in every reality or universe. No. I don't think that's where they're going, but do you think there's any chance that's it? No, <laughs> no, not really. Okay. I, I sure hope not. I should say. I don't think so either, but um, I, I think it would almost make sense with the narrative that they set up. Yeah. And in some way it makes more sense than the way that they're acting. Yeah. Uh, so we go from that to Lois trying to console Jordan on the porch because Sarah won't reply to his text. If you remember from the last episode, they broke up because Jordan can't really be truthful with Sarah and Sarah's not, uh, has kind of had it with him. Uh, but Lois recommends instead that he write a letter to her and get all his thoughts out and work on it instead of just shooting off random texts. And she takes his phone away so that he is forced to write that letter. And John Henry shows up. Um, he wants to help. I, I love techno babble and the weird things that they come up with and apparently he needs to help disrupt the interdimensional kinesthesis i don't know what that means but it, it sounds important yeah it's the merging of bodies uh doppelganger bodies between universes obviously the so john henry's back in the mix uh but the rest of the episode he and nat are kind of all on their own uh just working on tech and stuff and they're they're worried, worried that this this world is going to end the same way that Bears did, so they're they're trying to stop that. Yeah, I love the the John and Nat stuff. Other than other than maybe the first Clark and John scene was probably my favorite stuff in this episode. They were really good. Maybe it helps that um, everybody else is kind of grumpy and, and miserable yeah. to each other, and John and Nat are just like, all right, let's go check this thing out, investigate, try to help some people, and just having a good time with it. They were really cool with it. So I I really enjoyed John and Nat in this episode. Maybe my favorite episode of the two of them and probably my favorite part of this episode was the two of them yeah i do really like seeing them together i i wish they could be more involved in the main stories instead of always kind of being off on the side doing support work that even if they are doing that if they're still like more regularly checking in with the family and everything but it is just kind of the the nature of having this many characters on a 40 minute per episode show but yeah i, I agree with you i really enjoyed them together uh, John starts having visions of his Bizarro, um, and he sees him that he's in downtown Smallville somewhere, so Clark flies off to meet up with him, not dressed as Superman, dressed as Clark, and because of that, uh, he runs into Lana, who's there to welcome him home after being gone for a month, although he, like we said, doesn't realize that, and he just has to brush her off because he's trying to keep track of this Bizarro John, and she takes it pretty rough. She's hurt that he doesn't want to talk to her, 
And yeah, this this part of the whole episode seems like the most forced part. Um, I think it, it still ends up paying off towards the end of the episode. Um, but it it was a little weird that after all this time and like being the, the greatest friends for a really long time and the family not telling Clark that he's been gone for 33 days, all of the things added together makes this seem a little forced and weird. Yeah, it was the Lana of it all was a little bit out of nowhere. Um, and, and came off as a little bit abrupt. I don't think there was any building up to it in previous episodes, so they had to... I see the end point here, and then the the writer had a lot of work to do to get him there, but it does seem like a lot of this could have been solved. Um, I mean, just with people being with honest honest with each other and not even um, not even explaining the whole truth, not even getting into the Superman of it all, but Clark just saying, hey, I'm sorry, family emergency, Lana, I, I, I know I'll, I'll catch up with you later. Yeah. Something like that, anything like that, anything, any more dialogue explaining it between each other. So Clark goes back to the farm, and that's when Lois explains that even though it's been one day for him and his time, he's been gone for 33 days and explains that Lana won the election um, and that John was covering for Candace. So he, he finds out a lot of big information really quickly. Again, should have told him this all earlier, but that is the <laughs> that is the end of Clark and John uh, being happy with each other and liking each other because <laughs> now Clark is mad at John again because he was covering for Candace. Yeah, and I guess that wraps up our... Clark being gone for a month, part of the story. And I think that's kind of a, the resolution to that was a bit of a letdown. I mean, uh, quite a bit of a letdown. I think there was some real good drama that could have been mined out of that Clark being gone for a month. Uh, he doesn't even ask how Lois was or how the kids were, how, how the month went. I mean, he does ask, you know, what else did I miss? And I assume Lois jumped to the XK situation and all of that. But mm-hmm. that, that was really let down, not to see a, a nice reunion between Clark and Lois, not to see uh, uh, Lois get a chance to explain what the month was like or, or everything she had to go through, explain that to Clark. I think that was really disappointing to me that that was just kind of brushed over and moved on from. Yeah, it, it's, it is strange because there was an episode where the title of it literally was talking about how long Superman was gone. So it seemed like it should have been a bigger deal. <laughs> and this it's all wrapped up, like you said here. And that is, I think that's a grant. Again, I agree with you that I, I didn't like that part and it's disappointing, but this is the part that I think I kind of forgot about and brushed over because the rest of the episode where the family is struggling with deciding whether to tell their secret to who and if they should at all and how much they should reveal and all that stuff. I thought that was super interesting and something that I really wanted to see this family struggle with. Um, watching it through again, it again is a little rushed and I wish that could have been more stretched out. So if I could go back and do it all over again, I think I would just get rid of the whole Clark being gone for 30 days since that didn't really end up being that that much and spend more of this season wrestling with that uh, decision of whether to tell people Clark's secret or not, because I, I really enjoyed that part of this episode. Sure. And Clark has presumably been keeping this from Lana for 40 years about and hasn't felt the reason to tell her. So to kind of come out of the blue in one episode. Um, but besides that, I, I'm assuming the the one day in Bizarro World being roughly a month in their world is going to matter somehow. Uh, I don't know how. I'm, I'm guessing that will play into to things somehow. So I don't know if it's just a way to delay Allie and everybody coming over. Because if it's been, they just got the pendant a few days ago in Earth Prime time, that maybe that's only a, a few hours in Allie's time and they're just gathering things together and they've got to merge people and they've got some work to do so that can delay things for a bit. Yeah. Uh, and then we see Sarah and Lana catch up and they talk about how Clark and Jordan both have a, a different side that's 
not present. So alluding to the secrets that Clark and Jordan have been keeping from them. And Lana gives Sarah a car, which apparently Lana, her dad, got for her. So we, we don't see Kyle in this episode at all, but his presence is felt in the gift of a car. Um, yeah, uh, I think that was neat. Isn't she 15? She can drive in Smallville. I don't I don't know. the. I, I think maybe she's got a farming local something. There's certain rules. I, I don't really care um, so much, but that's different from the car her and Kyle were working on, right? Yeah. I thought that was... Wasn't that going, was that going to be hers? Or maybe I'm misremembering. I don't know. We don't need maybe people on the car. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I think I tried too hard to look for Easter eggs, too, because I, <laughs> I was car. like, I was looking at the car and I looked at the license plate and I looked it up and it, it didn't mean anything. So <laughs> you just we'll don't save. get it. Did you right. type it in backwards? Oh, shoot. Bizarro. Um, let me see Jordan working on his letter on the porch. And John comes out and explains about his run in with their dad. And Jordan's like, well, yeah, you guys are always mad at each other. What else is new? Uh, and but Jordan shows John his letter, and John asks, "Are you really going to give this to Sarah?" So I, I think we can tell for safely, and we find out later that he is planning on telling Sarah his secret. So again, big. The second half of this episode is all about people wanting to tell other people their about their powers. Bizarro John shows up and sees Sarah, and she thinks he's being weird because obviously she thinks he is the normal Jonathan. That's another thing that got wrapped up a little too quickly. Is everybody finding out that? Well, not even wrapped up quickly, but they I think they could have used it to a better effect of maybe some of the ways they did things like in the past on Smallville where, again, this is me wanting it to be maybe more humorous than what this show calls for. But to see this John in like a leather jacket and acting like a, a biker punk, seeing him get into hijinks uh, around this version of Smallville. But he is he's not there to get up to hijinks he's here to do some serious bad stuff. I thought um, Jordan Nelson did a nice job this episode of of playing the two i think john l is just straight up creepy he's he's progressed yes. from from uh being with his family to killing his first man to not just kind of like standing around and looking creepy uh most of the time with his evil plans he does a good job in this episode of not blinking which always makes you look <laughs> creepier <laughs> that must that must be the, the creepy factor of it that i'm talking about because he just kind of stares yeah and is like bored with this world and maybe he's practicing his uh bizarro translations and stuff in his head uh but he goes to lana's and knocks her out and so she is she's taken out and uh, tied up by him lois meets up with sarah at the mayor's office and they talk about jordan and they bond over some of the terrible guys that lois used to date so lois has kind of gone behind jordan's back to talk to sarah when she basically told him he's not allowed to talk to her well she went to see lana and yeah. Sarah was there and she wasn't going to be rude and say, I can't talk to you. Right. You broke up with my son. Uh, but she has to run off because Sarah explains that she saw Jonathan headed to Candace's. And Lois obviously recognizes that that is not really Jonathan. So she comes back to the farm and tells the, the family that Bizarro Jonathan probably kidnapped Lana. Um, and we see that that did happen. John L has Lana tied up and he puts a pendant on her and he says it's time come. So he's calling for Bizarro Lana to come to this planet. And then Jordan and Lois argue because Lois went and talked to Sarah behind his back, uh, but she shows up to the farm because she's worried about her mom, and Lois has to lie to her and say that they'll, they'll let her know if they find anything out. So again, the theme of lying to people because they can't share their secret all is very much crammed into this episode, and again, I wish maybe could have seen it play out over a couple episodes, but still, um, it was interesting to me, and I, I liked the focus on it. Uh, but Jordan tries to apologize and give Sarah the, the letter, but she doesn't want it. She rejects it. 
that was um boy that was painful to see yeah <laughs> uh jordan there and I, i'll say this episode in general maybe had the most whining of the teenage boys yeah um in a single episode that there's been uh really tough to watch at times i think there was um some good stuff and they, they're coming from a good point jordan's obviously having a tough time with his first girlfriend and, and he had very strong feelings and that's over and he's struggling with adjusting to that so you you do see where he's coming from um john's also dealing with some stuff his dad was a jerk to him for a while and then disappeared for a month and then um all this sort of thing so i understand where the boys are coming from uh but having said that wow that was a that was a lot of whining and this jordan right here i mean sarah comes in talking about how she thinks her mom has been abducted and he's like Brave. i really want you to read this letter and i'm just <laughs> like dude now is not the time read the room now, yeah <laughs> read the room that was that was really rough to watch i was i was like i, I would understand if sarah didn't want to talk to him ever again after that yeah. i think my mom's been missing read this letter my flower right <laughs> <laughs> yeah and he he is he's in a pretty bad mood through this whole episode like you said i i think the 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 part that stuck out the most to me is later on there he says something to the effect of like maybe we were never that close as a family to start with which is pretty hard to hear about the the kent family i i imagine them being a fairly close family until you know some bad things happen but uh that's rough to hear well they're they're, they're both man they got the the teenage thing going because yeah clark's worried about something and then well, why'd you talk to sarah <laughs> lana had this look or lois had this look that was just like i think it was a I don't know if it was a commercial break or just a scene break, but she rolled her eyes and then, and I, I really understood where she was coming from there. Yeah. And then it came back later and they were still talking about, about that. So yeah, I, I, I was, I understood Lois getting frustrated. Here. Yeah. Uh, but moving on, we see the irons, uh, they, they go to the caves and to where the portal is because they need some XK to power the tech that they need. Um, but they're talking about the portal and they call it a negative zone. And, Nat says it sounds like what she was stuck in when she was stuck in between the worlds. So did they go through? Maybe this portal is related to the portal that they went through, but uh, maybe we'll find out more about that later. Howard Lana wakes up with John L. And she says that the XK is getting to his head because he's saying all kinds of crazy things like he's not from this planet and those aren't his real family members. Uh, but he wants Superman to come and he knows that she's the way to get him to come. Uh, Clark comes back to the farm because he can't find Lana. And Lois isn't sure that they should be keeping this secret anymore because of everything that happened. Again, driving that point home in this episode. Kind of out of nowhere from Lois, too. To... Mm -hmm. But Clark thinks that if they let the secret out, they'll be like the Bizarro family that he spent a month with. And they'll just be uh, obsessed with fame and doing it for all of that. And uh, to her credit, Lois shuts that down immediately. She's like, no, we're good people and we're good parents and we wouldn't let that happen. So I... It's glad to see that she didn't agree with that. Do you think the show is like building to a major Superman identity reveal to the world or something? I think it's all just to reveal to Lana. I, I don't think they're going to go beyond that. But I was, to be honest, I was expecting something to happen at the end when he wasn't going to reveal it to Lana. So I, I don't really know. Yeah, I'm not sure either. I, I love the secret identity. So if that goes away, that would be very disappointing. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I don't know. But at the same time, John has another vision of his bizarre version, and he sees that they're at the old slaughterhouse, so Superman flies there. And Nice of, nice of Lois to learn the Smallville slaughterhouse so quickly. She's learned, yeah. learned a lot the last year and change. Oh, yeah, it sounds like the old slaughterhouse. <laughs> she, she's gotten around Smallville. I guess there's not much to Smallville. So 
that makes sense. But I thought that was funny. Slaughterhouse. Yep. Sounds like the slaughterhouse. Being the world's best investigative journalist in a, a small town, you've probably investigated <laughs> everything three or four times. <laughs> she, she's she's <laughs> coming up with some weird hobbies, like memorizing yeah. the interior design of slaughterhouses. Hey, came in use. <laughs> uh, so Superman shows up and John L. blows up the propane tank and he had studded it with kryptonite shards. So it, it takes out Superman and then he stabs him in the chest with a, a really big hunk of the stuff and takes off yeah i thought john l's plan was pretty good overall for mm-hmm. a bad guy plan at first you know at the, the on first watch i didn't quite put all the pieces together but second time he obviously abducts lana because he wants his lana you know it's part of the pro- i guess they wanted to time do the merging with the pendants and oblivion stone and then, um he sets up the trap for superman i was like why don't you do this somewhere else you know send her somewhere else but no he wants to to trap superman and, and get him with uh, the kryptonite so i thought that was a pretty good evil plan for this kid who was not evil that long ago yeah he it's he's probably the most formidable uh, opponent that superman has gone up against like uh plan wise smarts wise uh, that, you know i don't know i'd have to think about that but that might that might, might be one of the better single episode bad guy plan that we've seen yeah uh and then we're back with the irons and bizarro lana comes through the portal and john henry tries to fight her it does not go well because he tries to shoot her with a red solar flare which heals her because she is from the other planet and is powered by uh the red sun she beats him up pretty badly i yeah i it seems like he should have more brain damage from this than the other stuff that happened to him earlier in the season oh yeah. um but he seems to just kind of walk it off later but she is just smashing his head into some rocks he is taking some hits this year again bad in, uh sharing of information by mm-hmm. by clark and Lois to not mention the that they come if they have some red power. That's not good. Yeah. But Nat stabs her with I think some XK and she that just cool takes off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was, I just thought that, that was, was nice cool Nat coming out of <laughs> Yeah. Like I said, they were my favorite part of the episode. And uh but Lana but Bizarro Lana takes off. And later they say that she went back through the portal. I I had to go back and watch this. We don't actually see that happen, so I I don't know if we're supposed to trust that she went back through the portal, or maybe it's going to be revealed that she's still on the planet, or if it's just we didn't get to see it on screen, but it really did happen. Yeah. Uh, but John L. has taken this opportunity to show up at the farm because he has Superman incapacitated, and so Jordan goes out to fight him, and Lois comes out and calls for Clark because Jordan is losing, but Clark still has all the, the kryptonite in him, so he has to have Lana pull it all out uh, from him so he can fly away, and I... I really liked this this quick cutting between the, the action and the, the tenseness of this. I thought it was really well done, really well shot. Um, but Jordan is getting beat up pretty badly, but then he comes back into the fight and grabs John L's hand and says, who's the weak one now? I don't know where the power came from, but he, he does that. And then he flies into the air to fight and kind of knocks John L out. And so this is definitely a big boost to his power. Um, more than we've ever seen from him, I think. But it looks like as soon as he realizes that he's flying and he's in the air, he can't do it anymore and starts falling. Uh, but Clark gets there at the last second and rescues them both and takes the dependent from John L. What did you think of seeing Jordan uh, display this much power? Um, I was I was thinking more. I was assuming that like the yellow sun was starting to wear on John L. Finally, uh, and yeah. He was weak. Um, so I'm not sure how much of of each that was and probably intentionally a little ambiguous how much of it is john getting the yellow that's true 
Uh, but then Jordan knocks him out and says, this is for my, my brother and just punches a, a weakened person until <laughs> they pass out. And everybody looks at him very proud. And I'm like, that's, I felt a little weird about that. <laughs> I feel like he was, he was down. I think we got him. Right. <laughs> uh, moving on. Superman shows up to Lana and thanks her for her help, but, and explains that Jonathan, the Jonathan that she saw who captured her is from a different world. Mm. You know, I guess when you live in Smallville long enough, you just kind of accept that stuff. <laughs> and if, I mean, if Superman is at your front door, you, you've accepted enough sure. stuff by now. <laughs> sure. Superman probably could have explained that better. Yeah. <laughs> like that made it sound like he's from Krypton or something. Like why does, why does somebody from Krypton look like whatever, look like Jonathan Kent? But right. uh, yeah, that was kind of weird. But Superman does everything, but basically is trying to tell Lana that he is Clark Kent without saying it seems. Yeah. Uh, and then we get one last scene with the Irons is, and it's back at their house and John Henry wants to make a call about closing the portal. He has an, an idea, but he's not going to tell Nat about it, which is, I think, the source of most of his troubles between them. <laughs> so it's annoying to see him do that again. Maybe he's just overly excited and doesn't have time to tell her. Yeah, maybe he's a slow learner or, yeah. or something when it comes to fathering. But I, I assumed, I didn't, I didn't know if that was, I assumed that was just sort of for dramatic effect. Right. I'll tell you, but not this episode. I'll tell you next. Yeah, that's what I thought too. And she has some sort of plan. She's talking to her AI about, she thinks she has a, a power source that they can use. So interesting things happening with you, with them. Like we said, uh, yeah. this was a, a nice fun part of this episode. Yeah, they didn't have a ton of screen time, but they were fun. And I, I, I think when the episode is so heavy and so dramatic and, and a lot of people yelling at you some heavy stuff. I think it's, I'm drawn to brief moments where, like, hey, let's just save the world. All right, cool. Yeah. How are we going to do that? Like, that's just fun to have a little break and do that. Yeah, I agree. Uh, back at the farm, Lois says that John L. has been lack locked up by Sam at the same place that they have Cal Rowe. So, well, he'll probably I escape then, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so he'll be out anytime soon. I I, I guess they splurged for uh, Yellow Sunlamp as well. Hopefully. They, 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 to... they didn't tell John Henry about it. Hopefully they told Sam. Uh, that Jordan has Lois read the letter that he was going to give to Sarah and he was going to tell Sarah his secret and Lois is mad at him about that. And <laughs> Clark comes home and he wants the family to decide if he's okay telling Lana his secret about Superman. And everybody is immediately okay with that, with no discussion. Um, they all, it, again, I really wish this could have played out over more episodes, but it was, I I liked the acting and seeing the genuine and like, wrestling with it even in the short amount of time that we got of clark really wanting to do this but coming back home and making sure that the family's okay with it because it's going to mean a big change for them and seeing them all just support him immediately even though they have all been kind of uh, mad at each other throughout this episode yeah i will say it was i think there is some dramatic some cool drama you can get of clark telling his old friend best friend about this secret life i do think it was it felt like it was all shoved into this episode there was no build up to it or anything like that um which is fine you can have standalone episodes and things like that but i did feel feel very abrupt and i think there were easy answers to this i mean lana just had a conversation with superman if superman says that kid is not from krypton but he's from an alternate dimension and there's one that also looks like you so you need to watch out i think all the problems are solved so i'm not against i, I love the secret identity I'm not against Lana figuring it out or, or being told eventually. Um, but I think in, in this show, I don't have a strong... I, I've never felt the need that Lana needed to know. And I think this episode tried to do all that heavy lifting, but it didn't quite get there for me. Yeah, I I definitely agree. But that being said, this very last scene where Lana is driving down the road, 
Clark is standing in the middle of the road and she is, she's mad at him. He's trying to tell her. He's wrestling with it and he just tells Lana that I was there and takes off his glasses and flies into the air, uses cold breath. This whole scene and just like the actual look of it and how it was shot and everything was beautiful and really cool. And I really liked this moment. I think that is the part that kind of won me over, even though all of the very valid criticisms that we've had of this episode, this this moment, I don't know. I, I really, really enjoyed it, even though it opens a can of worms and begs a lot of questions. I, I still thought this was a, a really, really cool looking moment. I, I thought it was a really well shot scene. Um, so, yeah, I'm also I'm also concerned. Like there's three farms within well, yeah. that we can see <laughs> looking around. There's just this dude floating in the middle of the air. Uh, but I'm assuming, but he's Superman. He could have x-rayed made sure no one was watching or something. So uh, maybe that's a, a bit of a much of a criticism. Yeah, so yeah. I'm guessing this is, this is just the fourth person Clark's ever told. And he does it the same way every time floats up in the air and yeah. <laughs> did it to Lois, did it to the boys in the pilot. Um, and now here with Lana, well, he told that's Sam his go-to move. Point. Yeah. Well, I, I guess we don't know if he told Sam how Sam found out, I guess. Well, I'm assuming maybe they told him because Lois told John Henry. Um, yeah. So I guess that's it for uh, for this episode. Any what kind of questions do you have going forward or any? I can mention lots of lots of questions, especially related to the the very end of this. So they told Lana, Clark told Lana that he is Superman. So are they going to tell Sarah? Are they going to tell Kyle? I'm assuming they're not going to tell Sophie because Sophie can't keep her mouth shut and she's the worst. Who? Um, <laughs> Who? Sophie? Is just Sophie wait. on the show? Not Sophie. What's their daughter? No, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, it's right. Sophie. <laughs> uh, are they going to tell her or them about Jordan, about Tauro, about John Henry? Uh, where does it end with the, the different levels of secrets and who gets to know those secrets? So, uh, yeah, lots of questions around around that. I would guess, um, I mean, since Lana's in, you might as well tell her everything, uh, I suppose. It doesn't, no reason to keep anything, but... Now this is just going to cause more drama of Jordan wanting to tell Sarah. Well, her mom knows, so why can't I tell her? And uh, Jordan, <laughs> I don't think it's been a year since um, since Clark had that the conversation about if you still feel this way in a year, maybe we can talk about it. So um, I, I'm guessing that's going to lead to some more drama. Yeah, and this, as much as I do like seeing Clark tell his secret to Lana, this is the part that does worry me because because like you, I also like having a secret identity part of the show. That was something that always bothered me about some of the other CW shows is two or three seasons in, there's just a giant group of like 13 people who all know the main character's secret identity. And anytime they get into, like they're trying to talk to a villain and explain that you don't need to be a villain, you just tell them your secret identity and then they decide that they don't want to be a villain anymore. Just calling so, out Barry Allen, aren't you? Yeah, I, I, was, a, I was trying to be subtle about it, but maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I don't think that's the direction they're going. I, they did make this a really big deal, and I, so I don't think it's going to be happening all the time. And I, I, I think it's probably, like you said, I think it's going to be a source of drama for, for Jordan maybe not being able to tell Sarah about his powers. Well, I absolutely don't want the identity to be revealed, but the show hasn't done much in terms of storylines for Clark Kent. So more than anything, you know, is that going to impact his volunteer high school football coaching that he quit or his farming that he allegedly does. So I don't want it gone at all because I think there's still tons of, you know, so many more stories you can tell with Clark Kent. So I, I hope it's just a, a one-off thing. And they were talking about Lana specifically, and that would make me like this much more, but we'll have to wait and see. 
And then the the only other question I had was, did Bizarro Lana really go back through the portal? But we, we touched on that while we were going through the episode. Yeah. We will see on that as well. So I guess we'll we'll talk about the teaser for next week's episode. So if you don't want anything, any spoilers for future episodes, the May 31st episode, um, now's a good time to jump off. But the, there's that little bit of teaser out there. So Lana is upset that Clark has been keeping the secret from her for so many years. I I, I don't per, I don't see that lasting for very long. I think Lana's probably going to get over that and just be excited that she's best friends with Superman. That's probably a pretty cool thing. Um and then it looks like, I think they were just reusing footage from the Bizarro episode, but it almost looks like they're going back to the Bizarro world, but I I doubt that. It looks like maybe Talro is coming, the Talro from the Bizarro world is maybe coming to our world. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's tough to say with that. A lot of times, especially when it's another month until the next episode, the special effects aren't done, so they reuse some, some old footage there. So that might be that, but I do wonder if we will go back to Bizarro world, maybe... Clark with John Henry, but then again, there's a huge jump of time if they go. So uh, that complicates things. I wonder how they're going to handle all that if they go back or if they. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be as simple as closing the portal and that's all done. All right, well, that is all we have for today. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back soon. Bye.